our grade had just been so hurt by the leadership team or thought this conflict was so significant that they didn't want to participate in anything we were organising. This is the Student Leadership News Podcast. Well, hello there. Welcome to this episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast. Once again, it's Cam with you. And today I am joined by... Emily. It's so great to be here. It's great to have you on the podcast, Ems. We haven't done the podcast together before. No, we haven't. It's really exciting, exciting. actually. It is. Now, Emily, uh, in the last couple of episodes I've been doing Mm -hmm. with Sam and Caleb, uh, you know, Caleb has been around for a while, but I still got got to know him a little bit through asking a few questions. So I'm going to ask the same questions to you today. Oh, okay. This is exciting. I've got a, uh, I've got a few questions. I asked the same questions to Sam as well. They're, they're good get to know you questions. All right. And uh, it will help me get to know you a little bit, but it will also help our audience who've heard, who's heard you a lot. Yes. But they may still want to get to know a little bit more about you uh-huh. as a person. Okay. So Emily, uh, for the last couple of guys, I, I used an air horn to like uh, oh, like, to, to tell them if their if their question the answer was going too long. Um, okay, so I've I don't gotta be have quick, that. Right? I don't have that today, so right. uh, I can I can make it like air horn sound if you'd like, mm-hmm. or be amusing, or I could just give you the time that you need to answer questions. All right. I'll try be quick. Is it like a three second? Am I meant to answer straight away, or am I sure. meant to think about it? We'll okay. go three questions, uh, three seconds, three and seconds. if you take longer, then I'll air horn. With okay. Um, like, right. how's that? You like that? Yep. That's Excellent. very interesting. <laughs> okay. Ems, uh, your first question is, Okay. what is your favorite food? Uh, avocado. Uh, oh, okay. I was counting down. I was so distracted and counting down that yep. you were so quick. And I was avocado. like, Avocado. Okay. Avo. Again. Avo. Avo. Wait, you talked about Avo in another episode, actually. Probably. It's a big part of my life. Yeah, I think I think you were going to start something to do with an Avo, but uh, you talked about it with Ronan. But uh, yeah. okay, Avo. So that's your favorite food. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite pastime activity? Probably listening <laughs> to music. Uh, <sighs> Got you there. That jumped a little bit. Yeah. That really scared me. <laughs> it was a loud air horn. Uh-huh. It was a lot louder than my practice air horn, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, listening to music, what kind of what kind of music? All kinds. All kinds of music. So death metal, uh, jazz, Beethoven. Not all kinds. <laughs> not those kinds, at least. No, not those kinds. Okay, we'll get back to that question. Actually, no, we'll make it the next question. Who's your favourite artist then? <laughs> There's too many. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. There's way too many. Yep. Okay, what's your favorite um, yeah, pop artist? Pop? Yeah. Uh, Beyonce, all-time Beyonce. fave. Okay, good. Can't beat her. Very nice. Okay. Um, do you want to say anything else about Beyonce? How can we relate Beyonce to leadership? She is the le- queen of the world. Okay. She is the leader. That doesn't make sense. Um... <laughs> Okay, what's your what's your what's your favorite color? Yellow. Yellow. Okay, very nice. And your favorite sport? Touch football. Touch football. Very nice, Emily. Okay, well, uh, it's good to get to know you a little bit more, and I'm sure the audiences enjoyed getting to know you a little bit more, and I'm sure they're looking forward to finding out a little bit more about how Beyonce is the queen of the world yes. and the best leader. Because I know I am, at least. Um, Emily, this this episode's really exciting. Uh, it this, is, this, indeed. This episode, we're going to be talking all about conflict and how to deal with conflict. Can you give us a little Heavy. bit of a, what is conflict? What 
is conflict? Conflict could be many different things. Yeah. Okay. It could just be disagreements. Yep. It could be differing opinions on a certain topic. Could be personal issues coming into play. Could look like a lot of different things, but yeah. conflict does have a negative impact on the team environment. It does, and and on uh, I like what you said there. It can be a personal thing, and it can also have like a really bad impact on yourself when you're having a personal conflict with someone else. Yeah, and that can really impact your personal leadership as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this episode, we're going to jump into lots of different ways that you can deal with it, different people you may have conflict with, and how you can resolve that conflict there. So I'm really excited. Are you really excited? I'm very excited. Excellent. Well, let's jump into our first segment. Three, two, one. Top three. Okay, top three. And we thought we would talk about the top three times you were most likely to yeah. face conflict as a student leader. Mm, and, and there's three different kind of people groups that yes. you probably have those that conflict with M's. Um What are these three different people groups? Well, the first one we had was actual conflict within your student leadership team. Yeah, very common, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It is. It is common. It's something I faced at school. Mm. It's something lots of student leaders face. Yes. In many different ways as well. Yeah, I know I faced it at school as well. So that's the first one within your student leadership team. What's the second one? Um, The second one is your peers. So either whether it's you and individual peers or whether it's your whole leadership team kind of versus the rest of your peers, that kind of mentality or culture. It's a tough one. Yep. It can form. Yeah, and what's the third one? And the third one is with teachers. Okay, this is probably one that uh, while we travel around running student leadership events, we hear a lot of uh, students complaining about conflict with teachers. Yes. They've got event ideas or they've got things they want to go with forward with and uh, teachers shut them down and they always feel like, you know, the teachers are out to get us. But that's not the case and we're going to unpack no. that in this segment of top three right now. So let's jump back to number one. Uh-huh. The, the first kind of people we have conflict with, student Within leadership your team. team. Yeah. I know for me, Ems, and you said that you had this as a team as well. Yes. We had this especially when we were coming up with ideas for events or things that we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we would sit down and would have a table. There's about eight of us in our team and um, we'd start brainstorming different events ideas that we'd have. And then all of a sudden when we had an idea and someone didn't like it, they'd be like, no, I don't like it. And then that person would be like, why don't you like it? This happened on multiple occasions. Okay. Even even I did this sometimes. And I'll be like, why don't you like the idea? And they're like, you know, I just don't like it. I don't think it would work. And sometimes there was like no real um, substance to the argument, mm. but there would be this conflict that would occur and our team would kind of fall into different pieces. We, we would probably stop all productive things that we'd be doing mm-hmm. throughout the, the, um, the meeting. And then we'd kind of be like, well, Let's just move on to something else. We'll never really deal with the conflict. Deal with it. You just kind of skim over it. And mm. it's easier to do as a leadership team not to address those things or just to get a teacher to come in and make the decision. But it doesn't necessarily deal with that conflict in the no. long run. Yeah, we've heard of a few different good solutions to fix that problem though. Even simple things like agreeing on taking a vote when it comes to yes. ideas or taking turns at who gets the final say. Mm. So there are lots of different ways to balance that out too. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, for example, say you're you're running an event and uh, one person uh, has been in charge of that event. Yeah. There's multiple multiple different people who are uh, contributing to the event. Maybe the final say lies with the person who's in charge of the event. So when if different ideas get thrown out, they can say exactly what you're going to go forward with. I think that's something that we've seen has worked heaps. Yes, for sure. 
Excellent. Okay, Ems, uh, what's the second group of people that we have conflict with? Second one is our peers. And um, if you don't mind, Cam, I can tell a little story oh, here because go, this go was ahead. something, a conflict that I definitely faced when I was at school. So my whole student leadership team, we would have so much fun planning events together, coming up with new initiative, all different kinds of things. But about halfway through the year, we realized that our year level wasn't really getting on board with the things that we were planning. I'll tell you about when we really realized this. We planned a themed free dress day. It was a pajama day. It was the middle of winter. It was so much fun. We were selling hot chocolates. We had movies playing at lunchtime. And we'd hyped up everyone in the school to be involved with this pajama day. It's good. And our student leadership team, we got there in the morning in like the most dorky pajamas <laughs> ever, Ugg boots, bathrobes, like the whole lot. That sounds great. <laughs> and we get there to the area where our year level is and nobody is dressed up. Oh, no. It's just the leadership team. And it turns out that our grade had just been so hurt by the leadership team or thought this conflict was so significant that they didn't want to participate in anything we were organising. Okay. Was it like one particular event that made the, no. the conflict happen? So we realised what it was. This is what we had to do moving forward. So perhaps this is um, advice you guys can learn from, mm. from our mistakes. We realised that over time we'd just been keeping everything that we were doing to ourselves as a leadership team. We never asked for suggestions from our year group. We never asked how they felt about ideas. We kind of them expected to, we kind of expected them to help us out with running events, but never actually gave them a proper say in it. So we realized that we just closed ourselves off and been quite exclusive as a team. So for us moving forward, what we did was we identified that by having conversations with people we trusted and then we worked really hard to change it. Mm. So we did apologize a few of us, particularly to our close friends that had been upset by it. But um, moving forward, we would often open up our leadership meetings or ask for suggestions, run events and ideas that other people had come up with not just what we'd done in the past. That was a conflict our leadership team faced against the peers, our year level, but one that we overcame as well. Oh, that's good. I, I like how you said you you sought out honest feedback. Yeah. Um, like especially from probably people that you aren't directly friends with, like from the whole grade, making sure that you get those all those different opinions. Um, that's one way that for sure you can get over the conflict. I also like how this conflict that you faced was kind of unknown to you because this may be something that yeah, student leaders- Yeah, we didn't even realize it had been happening for so long. Yeah. And so like student leaders may have the exact same situation all mm. around all around the world really because it may be something that they don't see happening. And so it's a good reminder that uh, at this point, if people in your grade aren't actually getting involved, maybe it's time that as a student leadership group or as an individual, you start seeking outside ideas. You start talking to those people around your, your peers, even younger grades because- um, they may not feel listened to and that may be causing a conflict. Like you said, that, you know, totally unknown about. That's good there, Ems. Okay, so right. uh, number three though, teachers. Teachers. Oh, we hear this so much. We do. We have students asking how do we get we around do. it. The teachers shut down all our ideas. They won't let us do anything. Yeah. These are the common complaints. Mm. So. What can we do about it, Ems? What can we do about it? Well, my favorite tip, which I always give students, is when you're going to teachers with your ideas, don't just go in all excited going, Miss, Miss, we want to do this. We want to have this big crazy day and you haven't thought it through. It's really important when you're taking ideas to teachers that they can see 
you've thought through all the details. And then that means that they don't just have to shut your idea down. They can talk about each different element with you. So we suggest writing a proposal, a document with who, what, when, where, why, and how of your event. And then you can discuss each of those individual elements together as opposed to it just being a yes or no situation. Yeah. Say for example, uh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard this idea, but say for example, you went to run a, a day where you had like a massive cannon one on one end of your oval that was firing off into a massive jumping castle. All the students got to go across. The okay. Thing. I picture this and it's amazing. <laughs> it sounds amazing. Right. But you yeah. take it to your teachers and you say, Oh, look at this great idea. You know, everyone will want to be involved. They're probably going to say, well, no, they will say, no, we're not doing that No, because it Occupational sounds. Occupational health and safety yeah, is very a thing. unsafe. Yeah. Um, and so maybe, like, probably first up you'd say, oh, well, they don't like my idea. I'm going to stop it. But mm-hmm. what you could probably figure out is that they just don't like the idea of shooting students out of a cannon. So, mm-hmm. you know, the jumping castle is probably still a good idea. Yeah, there's Paired elements. With a sausage sizzle is probably a great event. <laughs> so maybe instead of firing cannons, uh, students out of cannons, you can do something else. But that's I, I love your advice there. A great way to come around it is with a proposal. A proposal. Uh, teachers love proposals because it lays it all out and make sure that they can see everything that's going to happen there okay ems those three people i know i had conflict with probably all three groups and really common to face as student leaders it is but you can get around it and uh that's going to be all of all about our next segment our blt we're going to talk all about how to actually come back from that conflict but let's uh let's jump into that now blt best leadership tip So BLT, our best leadership tip that we're going to be giving you is around how you can actually come back from conflict. And this number one tip is to actually start conversations. Yeah, so important. Yep. So the best way to come back from conflict, starting conversations, which can be done in lots of different ways. Mm. Talk about a few of them now. So Cam, what's one of the best ways you think you can start conversations, no matter who it is you have conflict with? I think... um I think you should try and have a conversation maybe in an environment that you're, that the conflict doesn't take place. So say, for example, if the conflict takes place yep. at, at school in your leadership meetings, maybe you should try and meet up and have, I don't know, like a, a coffee or a Macca's cheeseburger with that person yeah. or hang out sometime to like kind of get to know each other. Sometimes mm-hmm. conflict can happen where you don't even know the person. Yeah, um, for So sure. I think one of the things that you can do is actually try to build relationship with that build person. relationships with them. Love that. Yeah. And I think really one of the important things to do when you're doing that is to show empathy. Yeah. Empathy is definitely a really important one. If you're going in to the conversation with the intention of just defending yourself yep. the whole time, you're not really going to get anywhere. But if you go into the conversation with the mindset of, okay, I'm going to put myself in the other person's shoes. I'm going to really try and see things from their perspective. Then perhaps you two are going to find some common ground. And, and say, for example, like you're at school and the, the conflict you're having is someone thought that you should have a jumping castle yeah. at your event and someone thought you shouldn't. And, and that's the conflict between, between mm-hmm. the two people. Um, <laughs> Sometimes it's just like, well, you know, I gave the example before. I don't want the jumping castle. Why don't you want it? Well, I just don't want it. Like, I just don't think it's a a good thing to have. And there's like no real conversation behind it, no real listening to each other. And you both just defend your points instead of getting in each other's shoes, like you said, and saying, why do you actually want this jumping castle? Or maybe Mm -hmm. even on a bigger, bigger point of view, why do you actually think this event, this three-point basketball fundraiser 
is a good idea instead of having a master chef cook-off. Like you could have like two different events and they could both be clashing. You've only got a couple of weeks left of the term. You want to run them both. You can't, but you need to talk about it because you won't be able to run them both. And they both probably have pros and cons and you won't actually figure that out unless you talk to each other. And I think that's really important. So to actually listen to the person, uh, the people and why they think their event is great, but also um, why listening to uh, saying your piece as well so that you can both get it across. Yeah. One thing I'll add as well is when it comes to conflict with teachers, there's actually an idea for starting conversations we've heard about from other schools that has worked really, really well. So get this, there's been schools before and they felt like teachers are shutting down all their ideas or don't trust them with any real responsibilities. And what these student leaders have done is they've organized a meeting with their principal and they've sat down and instead of saying, hey, here's all of our ideas, what do you think? They've actually said to the school principal, as the student leadership team, we would like to organize and run something that you would really like to see happen at school. And the principal was quite taken aback because they're used to having student leaders who have all of their own ideas and things that they want to see. But instead, if you can switch the focus and ask your principal or your teachers, hey, what do you think is a great idea or what's an area of our school life that you would like to see change in? And then as your student leadership team, you make that happen. That's a great way to mend relationships and earn trust from the teachers at your school as well. Yeah, I think it, it like no matter the group, no matter which group of people you have conflict with, it's really important as you said, to have that conversation. So there it is. Our best leadership tip, have a conversation, Conversation. uh, build that relationship, show empathy, listen to each other. And with, uh, with teachers, like go out of your way to make sure that they've Mm. got some ideas and you can put those into place as well. We'll get right back to this episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast, which is sponsored by Halogen Australia. Halogen Australia has been running the National Young Leaders Days for over 20 years and have reached over 437,000 young leaders around Australia. The National Young Leaders Day is a great opportunity to be inspired by a variety of high-profile Australians. Head to www.halogen.org.au to find out more about the National Young Leaders Day. Now let's jump back into this jam-packed episode of the Student Leadership News Podcast. My favourite idea. Okay, my favourite idea is something I've seen recently on Student Leadership News and I've chosen this one because I do think it can link back to what we were talking about about um, building relationships when it comes to addressing conflict. And this idea comes from St. Kevin's College and it's students teaching each other during the holidays. So what's happened is year 12 students have come in, they've given up their own time and they're all busy studying for final exams and assessments, but different students have gotten up and ran study sessions or lectures for other students in their grade to try and support them along with their education as well. I think it's great. It helps bring your year level together, builds great culture and a great environment. So in that way, I think it addresses conflict, but also just a great idea as well, an efficient way to be studying. Mm, It's also a great way of building a relationship outside of the school year. Definitely. Um, Because, you know, you've got holidays and, you know, um, with conflict, sometimes there's that thing of showing that you're willing to go out of your way and school holidays is a great way to do that. Uh, Love that, Ems. That's a great 
that's a that's a great idea. Now, my favorite idea has nothing really to do with conflict at all, um, but it's my favorite idea, and so I wanted to share it. Absolutely, um, I want to hear it. I'm excited. <laughs> this one's on the Student Leadership News website. Uh, it's it's an awesome one. Uh, it's Suncoast uh, Christian College students. They fight for um, uh, the they fight for koalas. Um, but they've actually started a campaign to help fundraise and raise awareness about koalas uh, being endangered on the Sunshine Coast. Um, the efforts have actually been quite insane. They were able to raise eight hundred, about wow. eight hundred seventy dollars, to help Australia Zoo help save koalas. That's and I just love that because you know they've got a, they've got a focus outside their school, and you know. That actually may be may have actually caused some conflict in their team getting this to happen. Yeah, uh, but it was a good cause and it was something that was very much worth doing. Definitely, that is a great idea. Well, uh, Emily, uh, for anyone listening, feel free to send in your ideas or the things that are happening at your school. We love to listen. We do. And we, we love, love to, to hear them. about it. Uh, they there are some awesome things happening. And if you want some more ideas, feel free to head to www.studentleadership.news where you can find lots of different ways that students are making a difference, not only in Australia, New Zealand, but also all around the world. So thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, feel free to check it out. Send us in any questions you have. Mm-hmm. We always love hearing from you. Uh, but uh, yeah, thanks for listening to this episode. It was good to do it with you, Ems. It was very fun. Excellent. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it and we may be back on again soon. But until next time, thanks guys. Thanks for listening to the Student Leadership News Podcast. Interact with us on social media and follow the news online at studentleadership.news. Listener.